Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, from verse 54 to verse 58. At that time, Jesus came to his own country. Jesus taught them in their synagogues so that they were astonished, and they said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the son of the carpenter? Is his mother not Mary? And are his brethren not James and Joseph, Simon and Judas? And are not his sisters here with us? It is a beautiful episode in the scriptures, and I would like us to unpack it a little bit. Jesus coming to his own country. That's an important phrase. Uh, it has to do with a journey. Jesus had left home and he had gone to preach. And now he comes physically back home. But I think I would like us to look at this thing far more deeper. He came to his own country. And I would like us to look at that with the background or contrary or in contrast to the Gospel of Luke chapter 15, where the prodigal son, the younger son, left home, left his own country, and went into a distant land. So you have the, the, the movement of a young son leaving home, going away to a distant, unknown, unspecified land. And you have Jesus living, coming back from an, a distant land, if you want to use that word, coming back home to his parents. But I would like us to apply this in our own lives. Me having gone for a long time and coming back home to myself. Coming back home to the person that I, I am coming back home to a person that I am called to be, coming back home to a person that God wishes me to be, coming back into a person to the husband I'm called to be, coming back to, a, to be a person that the wife I'm called to be, that the child I'm called to be, the brother I am called to be, the sister I am called to be. That is an important journey. Coming back to myself. Coming back to my true self without wanting to please anyone else. But to come back to my senses. I like that phrase. Jesus came back to his own country. And if you want to take a different translation, Jesus came back to his own people. Jesus came back to himself. And I find this absolutely amazing because in the Gospel of Luke chapter 15, verse 17, when the young man came to his senses, he came back home. And I think we, we need to, to reflect about this in our lives and to continually ask ourselves, am I at home within myself? Am I at home within the plan of God? And it is important to find a home within myself. 
It is important to find a home in God. It is important to find a home where there is love, where there is acceptance, where there is forgiveness. And so coming back to oneself, no matter how impoverished I am, no matter how struggling my life is, but if I can learn to accept myself, I have done myself a huge favor. If I can learn to accept the me, the good and the not so good, the, the, the achievements and the struggles, the success and the failures, that I'm doing something great. And for me, this becomes something important because it, it, it is a spirituality that is necessary for our growth. It is a spirituality that allows us to be that which God wants us to be. Is it possible that I can be a grown man who has not come back home to himself? Yes, it is. It is possible as well to be a grown woman who's never come home to herself. The other thing that I also like is Jesus taught them and they were so astonished. I'm not sure, have you ever met someone or have you yourself gone through an experience where if someone was having a problem or a situation, you will either be the first one to offer help You'll be the first one to offer solutions. You'll be the first one to give an advice. And yet if the very same problems or same things were happening to you, you don't believe your own advice. You don't believe the own things you say to others. And so I'm looking at how Jesus was able to teach others. And I'm looking at myself as I look at us and I'm saying, the advice we give do we believe it? Am I the person that is able to believe in that which I say to others? Does my life become a reality or am I fed? Or do I believe that which God has revealed to me regarding someone else? Can that also apply in my own life? And that, dear brothers and sisters, is important because some of us, we struggle with that. We're very good at helping. It's like you find a marriage counselor who's excellent at helping other people in their own marriages. But back at home, their marriage is in shambles. You found someone who's very good with kids. Out there, they're absolutely amazing. But at home, they have absolutely no relationship with their children. And so Jesus says, coming back to yourself, coming back to one's senses, to a large degree, forces us to deal with ourselves. Forces us to start believing in ourselves. That the truth we've been saying to others should also apply to us. The mercy, the love that we've shown to others, the forgiveness we have given to others, we also need to give it to our own selves. Physician, heal thyself. And it is important, dear brothers and sisters, to continually be amazed at the wonders that God is doing in our lives. 
There are some people who struggle with accepting themselves. They're so harsh on themselves. They're so hard on themselves. And the Lord says to us, just be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with the person that you are. You are not perfect. I'm not expecting you to be perfect, God says. But he says, but I love you the way you are. But why is this important for me? It's because the people upon hearing the teachings of Jesus, they are absolutely amazed. They are moved. And so people believe in you, but do you believe in yourself? People cherish and worship the ground you walk in. But do you believe that God has used you for something greater? Do you believe that God has placed you in this relationship, in this marriage, in this family for a particular purpose? Do you believe that God is doing something great in your family through you? Do you believe that God has brought men and women into salvation because they have come into contact with you? It is not who we are that matters the most. It's who God has made us to be that we should drive to become. That is what Jesus teaches us today in the Gospel of Matthew. But the other thing that I also find absolutely amazingly beautiful is that these people, they look at Jesus and they judge him because of his family. They judge him because of his past. And so often people do that. So often we do that to ourselves. Who am I to be so great? Who am I to be so intelligent? Who am I to be so beautiful? Who am I to be so eloquent? Who are you not to be all that and more? I think one of the greatest things we are asked to do is to accept ourselves. Without any pride, without any arrogance, but it's to accept that, Lord, for today, I'm grateful. And more and more, I think we should become more and more grateful for each and every moment that we have. And so, let's be grateful that I'm, I'm grateful, Lord, for having made me the person I am. I'm grateful, Lord, for having allowed me to share in your love. I'm grateful, Lord, for all the gifts that you have given me. And so maybe one of the greatest things we should be doing is to write down and show gratitude to God for all the wonderful things that you think the Lord has done in and through your life. Cherish who you are. Do not wait for people to celebrate you. Celebrate yourself. Do not wait for people to acclaim you. Acclaim yourself in Christ. For St. Paul says, in Jesus Christ, I have been made a new creation. There is absolutely no need to downplay the grace of God in your life. May the Queen of Heaven, Mother of God, Mother of Mercy, pray and intercede for us. And may Jesus Christ, the living Son of the living God, pray, bless, guide, protect, and heal us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.